to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes and conversations with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high-ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. The other day on Instagram, I did something that I don't normally do, which was show up on live really late at night. It was about 9.40 or so at night. And I decided to go live because something was really tugging at my heart. I figured everyone might see it the next day. I'll share it in my email. And I couldn't have imagined that so many people would have not only been up and actually sat there with me, but have it resonate so much. So I'm glad I had this discussion. So today's topic is all about what I see is the biggest thing holding back online entrepreneurs from hitting their income goals. It's something that I think slowed me down really early in my business, and I'm so happy I'm getting to a better place in my role as the CEO. One of the biggest things that I think online entrepreneurs come into and owning a business is with the mindset of an employee. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you're an employee at a company, someone else makes the decision. Someone else prices the offers. Someone else decides who gets hired, who your teammates are. Someone else is taking all of the risk. But when you're an employee, you don't get to make choices either, not the big choices that matter. Like you can ask them for a raise, but at the end of the day, it's up to them to determine if that fits in their budget and if they are okay with your contribution and the value that you bring and willing to give you that raise. If you wanna take off from work for the day, you have to ask for that time off. Now, on the flip side of that, as the CEO, the responsibility is to make calculated risks. Calculated risks that at the end of the day are determining whether or not your company, how it will perform financially, how many people you can hire, why you're hiring them, what things are you going to try to, to do for the year. All of these decisions rest on the shoulders of the CEO. So when you come into your business as a, an employee, with the mindset of an employee, you have a hard time making decisions, taking action, because it's as if you're waiting for someone else to encourage you and hold your hand through the process. It's as if you're waiting for a review later on from someone else. But the problem that I see with that mentality is that, first of all, it's clearly not gonna be someone else saying, well, you better get to it because you'll be fired. At the end of the day, you have to have the strength to make those types of decisions and hold yourself accountable. The actions, whether they're taken or not, are up to you. And no one can force you to take those actions. No one can threaten to fire you if you don't take those actions. But you should think about that. So I wanna share this discussion because I feel like most entrepreneurs online fall into two categories of people, serial learners and impatient implementers. I want you to take a listen to the recording from the session that I did the other night on Instagram and tell me which category you fall into. At the end of that recording, I'm gonna pop back in here and tell you what I really want you to be, who I want you to be, and let's see if we can all get there together.
the biggest problem that I see with people hitting their income goals is implementation. And I did this whole obnoxious thread and I didn't post it yet. And I think I'm going to post it tonight or tomorrow, but I wanted to do this live first. So I have noticed like a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, aspire to be like CEOs, like the kind of people who kind of make those big operational financial strategic decisions that will help your company's overall growth. And you have to decide to learn whatever the new process is and take the action that's needed in order for you to grow your business, right? Using whatever you learn. So a lot of people will join like courses and coaching programs and then really not implement the thing that they learn. There are people who are serial learners. So like the people who like download all the lead magnets, they join all the challenges, they sign up for all the courses, they show up to everyone's Instagram lives, they comment on posts, but they don't believe that they can see the same success as the person teaching. So they typically don't take any sort of action. So I see serial learners and then I see impatient implementers. So I call impatient implementers like the people who... They were probably once serial learners, so they do like learning everything, but now they kind of plan out whatever cool offer that they have that they think that their audience needs. They map out like the emails and the sequences and the sales page. They make all the graphics. They even start talking about the program online. They might talk about it once or twice. They might go really hard for like a few weeks, but for the impatient implementers, they need to see instant results or doubt kind of creeps in. And before they can even give their program or their service launch a chance, they kind of just bail. It's like they're protecting their emotions, maybe ego. I think a lot of times when people are putting things out there, because we see so many people sharing million dollar launches and huge successes, it's as if we feel like we should be seeing those exact same successes in the same exact time frame. And it's often without us actually knowing the background of what that person went through to get that kind of response. Like, were they sending a bunch of emails for the last few months, leading people into the fact that they were about to sell something? Do they have a really active email list? Do they show up on social media live every single day leading up to a launch? Are they showing up 10 times a day every single day for 14 days to sell this thing? Because we don't actually know what it is that they did to have that same success, which is why we shouldn't really be comparing ourselves or our launches to someone else. But it's something that impatient implementers tend to do. I feel like you can learn like all of the best techniques in the world, but you won't see results from them if you don't actually implement what you learned. And you won't see real results if you don't give the process that you learned, whatever it was, whether it was taught in the course, if it was coached by your coach, if it was outlined for you, you have to give that thing a chance to work before you give up on it, before you get discouraged. And I know it's kind of hard to say, but I feel like we have to really get into the mindset that things aren't going to be instant. Results aren't going to be instant. There are so many times where I put something out there and yeah, I might say, oh, I had a $20,000 launch. And you might think, wow, she just, this is so easy for her. And that's not always the case. And in fact, it's never the case. I'd like to be one of these people who are like, oh, every launch for me is just super duper easy. It's never just, it's never easy. It's never a lot of work and it didn't happen in the very beginning. And I feel like Again, when I see so many entrepreneurs getting frustrated or giving up or they pay all this money for programs and resources and courses and designers and, you know, OBMs and service providers, we pay for all of this stuff and then we're not actually taking full advantage of it. Think about the even the simplest form of that, like the lowest form of that. I have purchased so many apps because I saw somebody else using the app and the app worked really well for them. So I started investing in the damn app and I'm not even using half of these things. I have like 20 different things for email. I'm using all of these. I'm signing up for all this stuff because of the noise that I see online. I will sign up for a course just because 
somebody else that I like is signing up for the same course. And then when I get into that course and it's hard or it's different from what I'm used to, or if it's different from what I've already been doing, then I immediately give up on that thing. If I join a coaching program and the coach teaches something in a different method than what I'm used to, I kind of fall back into my comfort zone. And I feel like so many people are doing that. And when these things don't work out, you kind of, you blame the the course creator, you blame the teacher, you blame the coach, you blame your offer, you blame yourself. And at the end of the day, the only problem is just the action that you're taking. A lot of times we're not actually giving things an opportunity to work. And I'm just kind of getting frustrated with the marketplace. When I look online and I look at so many people's accounts and I'm like, wasn't that person just in that program? They're not even doing the thing that they learned. Like, I know they're not doing it. They're not following the thing. And I don't know if this is happening to you guys or if you even kind of fell into that rut of, man, I did kind of join that coaching program and I didn't do what the coach said, or yeah, I did sign up for that course. And the second that that course, I, I had too many questions and the person didn't answer my questions the way I needed it to, then I kind of just like fell off from that program. If that's kind of you, then I just wanted to have this conversation for you because I feel like whether you're like a freelancer, another coach, if you're a service provider, when you get outside of the mentality, oh, Robin, I'm glad this is kind of speaking to you. I feel like if you can get out of the mindset of like a freelancer or a side hustler or the contractor mentality that we often have, we often kind of come into our business with an employee mindset. And I kind of stepped into my business like that too. I stepped into my business with the mindset that, oh, my hours have to be nine to five because that's what I was doing in corporate. I should be paying myself the same exact salary that I was making for my job. I should take a lunch break at 12 o'clock. Somebody else has to tell me when I'm supposed to make these big decisions. Well, how do I know when to invest? Someone has to tell me when to invest. I need to market differently. Who's going to tell me how to market? At the end of the day, it's you. And when I finally started realizing that I have to make these decisions, when I, if I don't market my business, I'm going to fail. If I don't show up online or if I... I keep paying for these courses and paying for these coaching programs and not actually doing what they said and giving it a length of time that actually makes sense. Like you can't do something that a coach is telling you like a new method and you can't do it for like a month and then that's it. And then you kind of do something else. There is no way for you to have enough data to prove that what you've actually been doing isn't working. And the problem with what I sell, which is branding, is branding isn't instant. And so are most other things that you're doing. When you see someone saying that, oh, I did this new technique and overnight I made a million dollars, they're fucking liars. <laughs> when I see people saying that, I'm like, you're a liar. That's not how it happens. You actually struggle for a year before you figure this damn thing out. Anybody who's telling you that you can do something and overnight you're going to have the success is lying. In fact, it actually takes a long time before things actually work out. So when you step into the mindset of actually being a CEO and taking the actions that you actually need to change the freelancer, the employee mindset, that's when you can actually evolve from being the learner or you can evolve from being the impatient implementer to actually being strategic and action focused. And that's something that I want for everyone. And I know I'm going on this whole rant, but it's because you know, as a coach, I work with a lot of people and I'll look at accounts or people that I've worked with months ago or a year ago. And if they're in the same exact place, I'm not mad at them. I'm sad. I'm sad because I feel like I failed as a coach. But at the end of the day, a coach can't really control what you're doing. Your course creator, the course creator is only there to teach you what they promised to teach you. I can't actually make you do the thing. They can't actually make you do the thing that they're teaching you, right? We can't force you to actually take the action as it was laid out for you. Because at the end of the day, you're the CEO, you get to make your own decisions. But if those decisions keep you stuck, 
if those decisions kind of keep you feeling like you're running on a treadmill instead of running on the actual road where you thought you were, then you have to take a different course of action. You have to figure out, and I don't care what thing you take. I don't care what program you join, what course you sign up for. It doesn't matter. All of those people have seen success and something works about whatever they're teaching. Something works. Something about that thing works and it works for others. So at the end of the day, what I want you to do is look at all the things that you're investing in. Look at the thing that you're thinking about investing in right now and, and ask yourself, are you actually going to do what the person is teaching? Are you going to do what that program requires? Are you going to fill out the paperwork and follow what that service provider is going to be asking you to do? Are you going to put in the kind of work and stick with it and give it enough time to work? Everyone isn't meant to be an entrepreneur. I 100% I agree. I think that it's really sexy to want to be an entrepreneur. We get, you know, location freedom. We get time freedom. We get to make our own, you know, we get to make how much money we want to make, however we want to make it. We get to determine whatever we want to do, but we still also have to force ourselves to take intentional actions and to stick with things, to take calculated risks and go all in with that risk because otherwise you just wasted your money. You just wasted your time. You're stretching out the length of time that it's going to take for you to see success. And so I wanted to have this conversation and I appreciate anybody, like if you have questions about anything, I just wanted to share that though. I, it was just something that was on my heart. It's on my mind. I meant to send this. I made this cute graphic for it. I meant to share it on my feed. And then today something triggered me. I saw someone, uh, someone's account that I worked with in the past. And I was thinking, I don't even know if she even gave this thing a chance, you know, I, and I, it made me kind of sad. And I had this tweet, this whole like thing that looks like tweets, you know, the cute little graphic that looked like tweets. I had these ready for Instagram because I saw something like that, like about, you know, four months ago and I never posted this post. But today I was like, I'm going live to talk about this tonight because it's frustrating because I want to like grab people and be like, just do what we showed you. Just give it a chance. I am in a coaching program right now and it stresses me out. And I remember when I joined how annoyed I was with the damn program because it's difficult. It's difficult to completely change your beliefs about whatever you've been doing. I'm going to tell my own story. I joined a coaching program. I'm in it now. I'm in it for the next couple of months. And when I joined the program, it was like, hey, you need to focus on just one of your signature offers, create a group coaching program from that one thing. Don't do anything else in your business. First of all, I'm like, well, what am I going to do to make money before this thing launches and is successful? That's all I kept thinking is, how am I going to make money? How am I going to make money? How am I going to survive? And so I already went into that program with resistance, resistance against this person's process. I respect that coach. She's friggin' brilliant. She makes a million dollars. I love this lady. I've been following her for months before I paid for her program. And then I joined the program. I'm like, this doesn't work. <laughs> And I know it works because it's worked for her and all of the other millions of testimonials she showed when she was selling to me, right? But I came into the program already feeling the resistance because of even the delivery wasn't the way that I was used to things being delivered to me. And I'm like, well, it's difficult for me to learn like that. Like everything about it, because it was so different, annoyed me. And then every time something didn't go well or the way I expected, I blamed her in the program. So I'm like, well, it's because of how she's teaching and I'm not used to learning like that. And at the end of the day, I'm like, it's me. I just, I'm not being receptive to the change. I'm not being receptive to what this person is saying because of fear. It's the fear of where is my income going to come from? Where, how am I going to survive the next few months if I do what this lady is saying? What if it doesn't work out? Now I invested in this lady's program and now I'm going to be broke because of it. 
Exactly. Not every program works for every entrepreneur either. However, a lot of times I feel like when things don't work, I have to ask myself two questions. Did I really do what that person asked the way that they asked me to do it? Did, was, I, was my heart and my mind open and receptive to what they were teaching me? Did I do everything? Did I ask all the questions? If I was confused, did I ask the questions or did I wait around for them to ask me if I had more questions? And if they asked me if I had more questions, did I actually speak up or did I feel like maybe I could figure it out on my own so I don't need to ask that right now? Was I too embarrassed because other people were around? Maybe it's a group coaching program. Was I too afraid to actually ask the question? Because maybe I came into the program as one of the top people. Maybe I came in and I was already kind of successful. So now I can't look less than, you know, successful now that I'm in this other group of people. Like a lot of things kind of cross your mind. And I feel like it all kind of comes from ego. It stems from ego. And I, I mean, I've had it happen to me. I'm in a group of really successful people and there's some people below me. But when I came into the program, I had just come off of a big launch. I had a crazy launch the month before. And I was like, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. And I came into this program and everyone was having success. And I was trying what they were trying and it wasn't working for me. And I feel like it was so frustrating for me because it was my ego, but also it was just so different. And a lot of times we're so busy trying to just survive and keep our heads above water that we can't even be receptive to change because there's a lot of crippling fear around that. You're a dream client now, I bet. <laughs> I am a dream client now. I do follow what she told me. It did end up working out. But it didn't work out right away. And I feel like a lot of the fear as well is it doesn't work out right away. And you're like, I just spent all of this money. And so her program, you know, it's standard pricing for a coaching program. However, she takes the money automatically. So every time I saw that money coming out of my account, I was more pissed off at her because she's taking this money and her damn program didn't work the way I thought it was going to work because I was uncomfortable and I was frustrated. And I, again, I wanted to share my own story because this is probably your story or someone else's story. So it's probably one of your coaching clients story. If you feel like you're a coach, if you're a coach and your client, you know, your client isn't doing all the stuff that you ask and then they're upset with you and you feel bad because you actually genuinely want to make an impact and you want to help them. But all you really want to do is say, you're not doing what I asked you to do or give it more time. Just give it more time. One of the things I'm going to be implementing in the next round of my current coaching program, because they feel resistance. My program talks about video. Everybody's terrified of video or hates video. And the process is really stressful sometimes because it's, it's, it's completely different from what normally people are showing them. And I feel like because it's that kind of situation, they already come into it with that feel like I already hate video. I don't understand what she's saying. What is perspective shifting content? Why do I have to do it this way? Why do I have to follow this path? And it's, it's already met with resistance. And I feel like as coaches or even just as the, I'm going to talk about from the perspective of the coach, and I'm going to talk about it from the perspective as the coaching client. As a coach, it's our job. And I'm learning that now and more than ever that when I hear resistance coming up in my group coaching program, and I learned this from my coach. She said, when you hear that resistance and they're asking a lot of questions and they're feeling frustrated, document when that's happening in your program. And then you can create some content around it. Kind of like I'm doing now, doing like a live, I can do a video kind of explaining to them, this is normal. This is going to happen at this stage. Here's why you're feeling this. And then kind of helping them get through that. I haven't done that yet in my program. So this round of the revolutionary brand, I'm planning on doing that. But from the perspective of a coaching client, when I'm starting to feel that resistance and that fear around it, I need to kind of reflect, is it because I'm struggling this month? 
am I struggling because of my coach or am I struggling just period in my business? And I'm just stressed out because of that. And it's hard for me to concentrate because I was already struggling because most of the time you're already struggling. Maybe you haven't gotten clients in a while. Maybe the last couple of launches already didn't work out. Maybe you lost your big client, you know, maybe somebody, maybe you had a sales call that just didn't go well and you had another one back to back. So now you're already kind of feeling that fear. I feel like a lot of times if you reflect on why you're feeling the fear or the, the resistance against whatever your coach is saying, you have to reflect on what's currently happening in your business. And was that happening only when you got the coach or was that already happening before you got the coach? Because it was already happening before you got the coach. It's not the coaching program. It's just the reality of your business. And you have to remember that's why you got the coach. And I have to remind myself, I got my damn coach because I was was struggling to figure out how I wanted to run group coaching programs. I was struggling to figure out how I wanted to be able to have that be a a premium signal. Like I wanted it to be my signature offer and I needed to really learn how to run that program, how to track things for multiple people. I needed to learn how to address people when things are going on at different levels. And I wasn't prepared for that. I don't think you're ever really fully prepared for what's going to be thrown at you when you're in the throes of actually working with someone. I think you can be prepared for your, your content. I think you can be prepared for what it is that you offer. If you're a service provider, you can study, you can work with a bunch of different clients. But when you get into like a group setting, it just ends up being crazy. And that's kind of the environment that I was in. It was like a new environment. And I remember thinking how annoyed I was with her. Because at the same time, she was telling me to cut off all of my income sources and focus on this one thing that was new to me. And I wasn't ready for that. A lot of times I feel like we're joining programs when we're not really ready because maybe it's a sale or maybe the doors are closing. So we felt like I have to join the program now. And then you get in the program and you're like, damn it, why did I join this program? I wasn't ready. So I think before you jump into any course coaching program, before you hire a service provider, make sure you're ready for what comes with that. Because the rest of your life is still happening at the same time that you're doing that course, that you're doing that coaching program, that you are working with that service provider. And that stress isn't going to go away. And you still, even with all that going on, have to push past that and remember that you joined that course, you signed up for that course, you joined that program, you, you hired that service provider to fix a problem. And that problem can be solved with whatever they're showing you or teaching you if you give it time, if you really lean into what they're telling you to do and you really focus and actually execute what they're saying. And if it isn't working as well as you expected, then ask the question, speak up. And so often I think we're just not even speaking up. When something isn't working well, we kind of wait to be, like we kind of wait for them to say, is it working for you? Are you sure? And after that, are you sure you feel comfortable admitting it? But it's like the first time they ask you, are you okay? And you're like, no, I'm fine. Are we just saying I'm fine when we're not fine? That's kind of what I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are doing. They're kind of, everyone's just online saying I'm fine and none of us are fine. (laughs) None of us are fine. Yeah, I just wanted to go live to talk about that. I feel like you guys are here because you're feeling this conversation and this is something you probably needed to hear. I'm so happy this was helpful and inspirational because I feel like this is something that needed to be said and it was I was inspired to say it. So I'm, I'm glad that this was inspirational to you. I will post it. I will post the little graphics too so you can read through it. But it, it was it was a good idea at the time and I never posted it. And I'm like, I think people need to hear this. All right, so how did you feel about it? That discussion was so epic and the comments that I've gotten on that post have really warmed my heart because I'm getting full paragraphs from people kind of saying, look, I I see that I'm an impatient implementer. 
what I want you to do, it's okay. You're acknowledging, hey, I do kind of join some programs. I have said I was going to do some things and I really haven't taken full action. I haven't really fully leaned in and trusted the process and I'm feeling the results of that. It's okay to admit that. But what I want you to do now, who I want you to really become, who I think needs to really be here is the calculated CEO. So unlike the serial learner who's just out here trying, listening to all of the things and not taking action, or my impatient implementer who's not giving it enough time to see it all the way through and still kind of just joining all of the things and not really doing any full action, I want you to be the calculated CEO. Now the calculated CEO, this third category, loves to learn, but they strategically only choose the programs to learn what is necessary to move their business forward. The thing that's actually going to not only impact, positively impact the bottom line, but it's going to make the biggest impact on the people that they're helping. So they like to learn the things that are important that's gonna help move the needle. The things that you're not great at doing, you're gonna learn how to do it better or make the decision to invest in someone to help you do it. And the next thing is, you're gonna take action, calculated actions. You're only going to take the actions that are actually going to, again, move the needle forward. And you're going to take the kind of risks that require you to mentally and financially invest in the result. Meaning you're gonna stick it out for a normal amount of time where you have enough facts and data to assess whether or not that type of action is right for your business. My calculated CEO is the kind of person who looks at actual facts when making decisions. And if the fact is a bunch of people who look like you, sound kind of like you, and have different businesses and different industries, if all of these different industries and all of these different people who are almost at the same level of you, if they've seen a level of success from the program and from the course, then you have to understand that it is very possible. It's a fact that that is highly probable that you will see some level of success as well if you do the work. We have to stop expecting things to happen magically and rapidly for us just because it has happened that way for someone else. That is someone else's journey and we're kind of sticking our noses in someone else's journey and it's not, it's not helpful, it's not healthy. It's the reason that you feel bad about yourself. It's the reason that you no longer have energy. It's the reason you hate your coach and you hate the course creator and you don't like the course that you spent your money on. It's the reason why you have buyer's remorse. But when you change that story around and you focus on actually implementing, paying attention, being fully immersed in the experience, trusting and opening your heart and your mind to the experience and trying the process and seeing it through, that's when the biggest success comes. So who is with me? I'm sure hopefully you're raising your hand, even though I can't see you. Who is with me in becoming the calculated CEO that we all need to be? Because I can tell you right now, I'm an impatient implementer. If I don't lose 10 pounds after going to the gym for five days in a row, then I am done with that, that workout regimen. <laughs> and I have learned to have more patience and give myself grace. And I want you to do the same for yourself. If you are struggling to even build the consistency with the type of content that you need to be putting out there to move the needle forward in your business, then I encourage you to apply for Revolutionary Brand. It's my three-month coaching program where I teach service providers and coaches how to build and leverage brand authority using video content so that you can easily sell your high-ticket services and coaching programs without complicated marketing funnels, without underpricing yourself. 
I want you to have a profitable business. And one of the best things that I could have done was cut out all the noise of all the offers that weren't really serving me or my clients for that matter. And only offering the things that I could get the best transformations from. And then I priced it for profitability so that I could actually fully concentrate on serving my clients and not concentrate on how I can't pay bills that month, how I may not put food on the table, how I might have to get another job, how I can't see my child for the day because I have to work all night. And that's where you are right now in your business and I encourage you to apply. We start on April the 22nd. Hope to see you in there. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Letitia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. And be sure to follow the podcast Instagram account at Revolutionary CEO to show my guests and me some love. Talk to you next week.